All right, here we are. You're listening to the True Politics Podcast. I'm your host, Gerald Xavier, and taking a sip that drink is my co-host and friend, Andy Silva. And today, we're going to address the New World Order, <laughs> the things that are going on in the country right now from coast to coast, mm-hmm. from New York to LA, and man, I honestly don't even know where to begin. Um, like I, I mentioned briefly before, uh, we might hear sirens um, coming past the uh, recording here because uh, cops are rushing to different protest sites throughout LA. There's a curfew imposed across all of LA County and then specifically in uh, different areas of LA, Beverly Hills, Santa Monica. I'm seeing on Twitter, people are discussing where to protest next. Mm -hmm. Uh, Business owners responding not to come to those neighborhoods because they've got their businesses there and they don't want to see them burn down. Uh, many other places in, in Minneapolis and of course all of this happening because uh, in, in response to the um, the events with George Floyd so what do you think of all this man uh, I mean I think it's like well I guess my first my first thoughts on are a I don't think those who actually are trying to protest like legitimately want to protest the the events are are the ones you know, burning this to the ground, first of all. Second of all, I do think the the George Floyd issue, um, hopefully I don't sound too insensitive when I say this because I'm not trying to like um, uh, act like there's no issues with race or whatever in the country, but it, this was more than just like, oh yeah, some racist white guy killed a black guy. Like, no, this is, this is an issue with kind of like the un, I mean, I guess the easy way is it unchecked authority that police officers at least seem to think they have um, in these type of situations, especially with a guy that was like um, in a, you know, he's, he's unarmed. He's, you know, kind of, you know, he's probably a poor ish guy. I mean, if he has count, I think he had like a counterfeit $20 bill or whatever. Okay. I mean, I guess you're not supposed to have it, but I really don't care. Um, I can get into how the U S government counterfeits money all day every day but whatever i'll save that speech today but um like he has account for 20 like clearly he's not a well-off individual i i've heard a couple things where the him and the officer who was kneeling on him on his neck actually used to work together uh, security at some place or something so evidently i mean if that's true then the guy knew him so he knows his circumstances my point being they're not going to do that to like um they're, they're not going to go kneel on the neck of a guy who's well-regarded or well-armed or, you know, in a, like a middle class. Yeah. Just like a class, there's a class issue. It. There's the government against the people, like a couple of things that are, that are bigger. Um, I'm not going to say more or less important, but, but larger than the, the racism thing. And I do think that this is a great time to bring that to light for people. Um, if people can kind of look at it and be like, Hey, this isn't, you know, this isn't just a, a, a race thing. This is like the, the, the haves or the, the people who yeah. have power are going against you who don't have power. And by that, it means 
government in a broad term, but government against the people. Like that's what this is. And you need to address that first because the rate, like we can discuss, we discussed this exact same topic with uh, Michael Brown, I believe his name was, and Eric Gardner uh, in uh, New York, the guy selling cigarettes that got choked out. It's like, we addressed these, this conversation already happened and it's like, it's happening again, not because of, because the the idea everyone has, oh, we discussed like the racism thing and that's not, that's not what's causing it. Um, a, a perfect example of it to me, um, when I talk about the cops and not the racism, there's a video I saw, and this is one clip. I know there's a million people out there doing a bunch of different things. So of all different colors, shapes and sizes, but there was a woman, uh, African-American woman, she was protesting. I don't know what the city was. She was protesting and a, a white cop grabbed her and was like, Hey, you know, calm down, stop, whatever she was doing. And so he's just standing there like in front of her, just, just saying like, Hey, calm down. And she, she hauls up and cracks him uh, right in the face. And he just kind of was like, Oh, you know, shook it off a little bit. And there was a black cop standing behind her. And he just kind of like half-assed and you're like grabbed her arms like, Hey ma'am, calm down. And then she hit the guy again, the, the white cop. And so the, the black cop, without the, the, a woman, she looked like she was in her 40s maybe, didn't even like really turned around. He was maybe at like, like here on her, like not standing in front of her, kind of off to her side. I mean, just like cleans the teeth out of her head. Just boom, knocks her out flat, just laying on the ground. Like, and it's like, that's not a, I mean, not to, that's not a race thing, clearly. Like that's just like some idiot cop that was overwhelmed or, thought he could do whatever he want, whatever it was, just laying some poor old lady out who, yeah, yeah. I'm punching the guy, but I'm pretty sure that guy could have taken care of it and restrained her without knocking her clean out in the, in the street. So that's like the you know, one clip I have to say, like, this is about more than just, uh, if my question to these people would be, would you be as outraged if the cop kneeling on that guy was black or if the guy he was kneeling on was white or if, you know, if it was a white, a black guy kneeling on a white guy, like you wouldn't be protesting like this and you should, you should just, you're kind of like missing a great opportunity to get true reform and a true way to benefit yourself, um, in society forward by, I mean, what we, what we see out there right now. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So yeah, there's definitely a lot to talk about here because there's so many layers of, first of all, of course, it's, it's beyond just the, and of course, like, you know, heart goes out to uh, oh. George Floyd, family of George Floyd, et cetera. It's, it's, uh, it's a tragedy, like the, the fact that, and um, I, I was seeing videos posted by police officers who, were posting themselves, basically recording themselves on social media saying, I watched the video and straight up, this was murder. The guys who were bystanding cops uh, were uh, complicit in it as well. And like, I mean, that's, you know, that's cops calling the situation what it was. Um, and with that happening, of course, there's a massive symbolic meaning behind uh seeing a you know a white guy kneeling on a black man's I, I, neck I and, and get where the, that's what starts yeah that's Absolutely. what is yeah yeah is is really inciting uh the protests and and you know calling to, to the front the 
entire Black Lives Matter movement. Mm -hmm. uh, but what you're saying about this being an issue of much more, I mean, I, I'm trying to keep tabs on what's being said on Twitter because a lot of people are communicating about where they're protesting next. Mm -hmm. You can see specific neighborhoods I'm pretty close to, uh, Van Nuys, Sherman Oaks, Beverly Hills, like all areas surrounding and in LA mm -hmm. where people are saying, hey, go here. And it's clearly an issue of, for, for a lot of people, uh, of rich versus poor. Mm -hmm. uh, people are saying in, in comments, go to these specific locations because that's where uh, the rich people are and mm -hmm. fuck them, right? Yeah. And then at the same time, there's, um, which of course I, I don't agree with, but this is like, this is the, the reason why I kind of facetiously introduced uh, this conversation as the new world order, because it is very much about the haves and the have nots mm -hmm. and the way that class structures are being established or set up in this country and also taken advantage of uh, in this country by the way that power and wealth are distributed at the moment. So, um, it, you know, what the, the thing that's interesting to me is what do you see happening, uh, like coming of this in the future? What do you think should happen, mm -hmm. right? So what, what will, what should, and yeah, maybe starting there is, is a good place. And then we'll, we'll see where that takes us because the, the thing that I'm thinking about in, in the back of my mind is I'm seeing all these people talking about, uh, you know, speak up. Uh, this is, this is uh, you know, racism is alive and well in the United States of America. You need to combat it. And it, it, it's great that people are exercising their right to assembly mm -hmm. and that I like in, in, in an odd way, I, I'm, I'm glad to see that because it's American people taking power into their own hands and saying, we're not going to stand for an abuse of power. That's, you know, effectively, but then of course it gets to the, to extremes where it's unfortunate for small business owners who are losing their life's work at the hands of uh, rioters and yeah. uh, people who are going there with, you know, the intention of either starting peacefully or going to the extreme and inciting violence. Mm -hmm. uh, whatever the case may be, the results are such that bad things are happening for these small businesses and, and anything really that represents the haves. Mm -hmm. uh, especially, you know, down on the, uh, down in LA and the shopping centers of LA. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, uh, I mean, the, the question, what do you see coming of this? What do you think should happen is sort of front of mind for me. I'm curious to hear what you have to say. Um, I mean, based on, I guess, so let's just call like, I mean, I would say that the old, the first like, which with many people our age, um, the first like real big moment in like history I remember um, and can kind of start paying attention to was 9-11, right? So that's 
we were in seventh grade, I think, when that happened. I think I was in seventh grade. Uh, so we're in seventh grade when that happened. So, and even then, after it happened, you knew it was bad. You knew that that moment was, oh, oh my God, they killed all these people and they flew the planes and all that. Um, but so since then, it just seems like every time there is some type of threat, and we're n name the threat, it's terrorists in the Middle East, it's an economic collapse, it's a virus, it's racism, it's climate change, whatever it is, insert threat. Right. We all, the, the first, not everybody, but it seems to be the first thing we all turn to is like, oh, well, who's going to help us? Like that guy. And so, you know, naturally we look to the government people, the senators and the president specifically, and uh, there are leaders and we have a military, there are defense and all this type of stuff. And it's like, given what is currently happening, like if you're a small business owner in, uh, um, in Minnesota or Minneapolis where this all started or LA, wherever it is, the small business owner and you hear like, yeah, man, these crazy rioters who, again, you know, side note, probably really aren't the people who are there trying to protest. They're there trying, like the Antifa guys, if it's, if that's true, the Antifa guys are there, like, in the most ironic way possible, trying to protest fascism by burning down what they think is something that disagrees with them and hurting people, which is pretty fascist last time I checked, but, or pretty authoritarian. How about that? Um, anyway. It's so I'm, I'm assuming out of this, we'll get, um, not, I mean, not like martial law, but our uh, military is going to be rolling into cities. They're going to clean up the issue, you know, with a pretty firm hand. Um, some rights of some sort are going to be taken from some, from some group of people, probably the general population, but specifically some certain group of people. They'll do some half-ass thing about like, yeah, we got to check this against black people and uh, everybody's happy and goes home. And in reality, we just, we regressed another step backward. Um, I assume that's kind of, that type of thing is going to come out of it. It seems to be the trend um, we get with all these events um, and uh, things and threats, I guess if you want to call it that. Uh, what should happen is people should take a look at themselves and realize I need to be more self-reliant. Kind of something we've talked about in different ways um as we've had our conversations over the past couple months like I mean, we kind of one we originally started talking about like kind of business success and personal success but like be a little more self-reliant be able to defend yourself if it's like a, a crazy you know rioter type situation like should, you know you should probably have a gun in your home or if you own a business like a gun in your business to defend yourself against like someone's throwing no one's gonna throw a brick through your window if you pull a shotgun in front of them like there's they're going to run away because they're the type of person that throws bricks through windows. They're not tough. They're not there yeah. to fight you. They're there to, you know, take the, the, the bitchy way out, so to speak. Um, so, you know, find a way to defend yourself. Um, uh, find a way to, um, um, what am I trying to say here? Just develop any type of personal skills you think you need to have, whether it's to take care of yourself in a, in a very like volatile economy right now like it's really being propped up by you know fake money that's being printed by the by the government or the federal reserve or whatever um be able to take care of yourself in this new like very up and down type of economy we're going to go through and and do a little bit of research like study something for yourself like what really happened here why is this really an issue what are the oh these are the people that are really if you want to use the word oppression i don't no, if that's the right, right word, but these are the people that are really oppressing us. It's not a color thing. It's a class or a, a, a power dynamic thing. Like 
this is the issue that's going on. And then if you're the type of person that's really into politics and you want to vote and you know you vote consistently, like vote accordingly. Um, look at what rights they've taken from you. So I talk about, I'm not trying to get on a NRA Second Amendment uh, soapbox here, but like if I think a gun is a great way to defend yourself in your home. So whether it's nationally or in your state, like you should be looking to make sure that you have as much rights to that, that gun as possible. And if anybody wants to give you the, you know, red flag, like whatever, like you need to do what's good for you, making sure you can defend yourself so that if we get in a situation like this, if someone, some loser is trying to throw a brick through your window or whatever, you can, I'm not saying kill anyone, but like you can respond accordingly. You can take care of yourself. And um, that's what I think people should do. We won't. I mean, that's very evident that we won't. If you look at, like I said, since 9-11, since that's the best moment I can start at. I mean, obviously people don't do that. They go to the, um, what they think is the nurturing arms of the powers that be. And um, they get told everything's okay and we'll take care of it. And then in five years, we'll have another incident, probably the next presidential election year. So 2024, mark it on your calendars. Something crazy is going to happen to try to fuck the, fuck things up. Yeah. And, um, you know, the mainstream media, they're not your friends. Um, if there's one thing I've agreed with the entire time, it's the writers trying to burn down CNN. Hopefully no one got hurt. But, I mean, yeah, those guys, you guys kind of had it coming, I think. Um, but, like, <laughs> There's plenty of images out there of really peaceful protesters. I saw a video out there of a sheriff, like, standing in front of a bunch of protesters. I think he was in Saginaw. Or he was in Flint. I think he was in Flint. He was in Michigan. Yeah, and yeah I saw that. Like, I, I didn't really listen to it, but I got the gist where he was basically like, I saw a couple of stuff where he's like, hey, you know, I don't want you guys burning the place down. Like, what do you need me to do to ensure that this is just a peaceful protest? And they said, like, hey, will you walk with us? And he's like, no problem. I'll walk with you guys. And they carried on about their business and that that's great. Like that's awesome stuff that doesn't get shown. Um, and just to kind of like, I just thought this was funny. I mean, I don't know how relatable this is, but related this is, but it was either CNN or MSNBC. There's a reporter and like initially they were trying to downplay the rioting and all that stuff because they were trying to push one side and then, you know, someone's trying to burn down CNN in Atlanta. So then they had to, Ooh, we got to pivot, but there's a reporter standing in a street and he's saying, Hey, you know, this isn't, you know, this isn't as crazy as you think it is. Don't believe all the information. It's much calmer than you think. And he's literally, and I'm literally standing in front of a burning building. I saw like, that. It's like, I mean, you guys are just like, I don't even know if you're disingenuous. I think you're just incompetent to be quite honest. Like you just get a bunch of fucking yeah. journalism school in college and you're like, yeah, whatever. You can be our reporter. And the guys like have some self-awareness. You, you want to make that statement? How about we turn the camera around? You stand on that side instead. I, I don't know, just stuff like that. I just we're gonna fall into the same trap we always do. I assume what I think we should do is use this as an opportunity to start like looking at ourselves and self reliance and stop depending on these people that, as I've said before, genuinely don't fucking care about you. Like they don't. They don't. Mm. So that's that's that. I guess. What, what do you got there, man? Where, where do you think we're? What do you think will happen out of this? Um, what concerns me most is at the federal level, 
what's going to happen with uh, with the president and what this means for the upcoming election. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm looking now, it looks like uh, he's he's basically bringing in the military to yeah. uh, you know to take care of business and um, at a certain point, you know, talking about distribution of power and the separation of, of power between, you know, basically like uh, the divide being so great that it's not possible or not likely for the two entities to coexist peacefully. Uh, like that's one thing that I, I know we talked a little bit about Ray Dalio talking about the new world order and, um, it, I, I know you have your, your opinions of, of democracy, but I think we're on the same page in terms of not wanting a dictatorship and not wanting like a, yeah, like an, a completely authoritarian government, you know, like if anything, you want the opposite of that. If you're libertarian, basically if you're, if you're anybody who has any understanding of human nature and history, mm-hmm. uh, you don't want an authoritarian government where, yeah. uh, where, where there's no checks and balances. And I would say that right now we are leaning more in that direction than we ever have before. Agreed. Probably, and I'm not, you know, I, I'm not a historian, but probably more than any time in the history of, of the country. So well, anytime, since that, been, anytime since we've been alive, at least. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean and, and I would say, yeah, I would say probably going back to even, like, maybe the last time would be. Going to look at, like, maybe, like, two. World War II. I mean, they did a draft yeah. for Vietnam. You can talk yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, but. Since since we've been alive, I mean, without a doubt, without a doubt, question. This is the most authoritarian moment. Yeah, I would say so. And it, you know, it. it, I can hear the helicopters now, and they're like it's just very surreal. Like between the uh, Corona, the COVID quarantine happening, the lockdown, and then when you pile this on. Uh, you've got, you know, you've got social distancing, you've got now uh, protests that turn into riots, that turn into looting, mm-hmm. and the, go- the government's in the military in the name of protecting the people. And yep. yes, that's, that's what happens. But to your point that, that you've made on, you know, on, uh, you know, in our conversations in the past, the power then drifts toward the government. It drifts toward never comes back. They, yeah, they realize that, and the only way to measure that is obviously through voting and things like that. But that's also something that feels like it's under, not under downright attack yet but it, it feels like there is a tension uh that I, I could all i could see in the name of whatever it is at the time social distancing protection riots etc 
that voting doesn't happen or something, you know, it's postponed and then it's postponed again. Like all it takes is, is how many postponements and then all of a sudden the reality of living in the United States is very different. Mm -hmm. And so that, that is probably the most, I, I know it doesn't seem like, um, it doesn't seem like the thing that's happening now, but that's where I think, that's what I think could happen. Um, I'm hoping what will happen is, of course, that um, people are more mindful about their um, implicit prejudice, that people um, are, you know, more respectful to other people, more empathetic to the struggles that they're facing, and to, uh, at the same time, to uh, the responsibility that everybody has to one another uh, and to themselves to acquire those skills that you were talking about to, uh, you know, really try, like try to make your community a better place. It doesn't start at the national level for, for things like that to happen. It starts at the communal level. It starts, you know, by, by um, being kind to your neighbor and, and all these things. And, so I hope that comes up. Uh, I think that's what, what should come of it is that if anything, it's that like the, the American people are more cohesive and, and stand together. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's, it's not good because when people see looting on television, they get like, uh, oh, yeah. it's human nature. You're going to be scared. You're, you're scared. Uh, if you're, so, uh, and I mean, I was, I was just in another part of town, you know, because my apartment and, uh, I was, I was hearing about the police or the national guard already shutting down streets, already, uh, starting to arrest people. And so it's, um, it, it's in the name of protecting people, which I understand, but uh, when things get to the point of violence, which they are now, yeah. uh, it, it, there's nothing more divisive. There, there's, there's very few, there, there, it, when it reaches the point that you're no longer having a conversation uh, and, and you are acting out instead of, um, instead of doing things legally, then you you lose the ability to communicate like, like you're burning a bridge, mm -hmm. uh, no pun intended. You are, you are literally uh, making the likelihood of a conversation, a productive conversation that moves things forward. Uh, you're making that unlikely. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that, that's another thing that I think will happen. Um, hopefully things will settle down to a degree um and uh we'll see it, there's a saying these things come in threes right so i don't know what the third thing could possibly be but well, depending on the timeline how long you want to go we had uh the fires in australia with covid19 and now we have uh america literally destroying itself with bricks so I don't know. I guess yeah. that's, a good, that's a pretty good three right there. <laughs> that's, that's three. But yeah, you know, that's true. 
The Australian fires seem like they happened. It's funny. They seem like they happened, I swear to God, like five years ago. I'm pretty sure it was January. And I swear to God that. In Australia. Like, that could have been 2005 as far as I'm concerned. It was Yeah. Like, so much shit has happened since then. It's like, oh, my God, I can't handle this. (laughs) 2020, we're officially halfway through the year. And, I mean. Yeah. It's unbelievable. (laughs) I went on a ski trip to Canada um, with a friend of mine. Uh, It was literally like right before the COVID shit happened. I think I got back March 6th is when I got back in the U.S. And it's like, I I, I don't think I've ever skied in my life. Like I literally don't even remember. Like so much has happened that it's like I could have gone on that trip when I was eight. And yeah. I'd be like, oh, okay, I believe you. Like, it's it's amazing just how much stuff just get in, and it's just pelted at you, and this stream of incredible negativity or positivity or just aggressive aggressive opinions, and it's just like I, I don't know. Like, sometimes I just can't handle. It. Like, I gotta like go drink myself into a stupor and play Call of Duty on my couch or something because I just can't. I can't look at this right now. Like, I, I can't do this. So, um, yeah, it's been a pretty insane six six months call i mean not even six months because we're just started june i'm pretty insane five months there you go think of that not even half the year it's pretty wild yeah um i gotta so i was wondering what what is your opinion of and i'm really torn on this one because i have like my principled side and my emotional side did you see the um uh what am i trying to call it the uh I think it was a I think I think Trump it had to be a tweet if it was Trump a Trump tweet where he declared Antifa I don't know if he I don't, I don't know if he has the power to do that or if it has to go through certain channels but he declared Antifa a terrorist organization um so there's that part of me that's like yeah fuck I, those like whatever I don't care but but that's an incredibly, and I agree with, I've seen a couple of more lefty types say this, and I actually agree with them. Like, that's an incredibly slippery slope if you can just decide that these, and they are, they are bad people. Like, I will fully say they are bad people. Um, yeah. Or have bad intentions. I don't know. Whatever is more polite to say. Um, but it is a very slippery slope to start saying, like, yep, yeah, we decided these guys are, are, are a terrorist group because... That could get, I mean, have you heard of, um, oh shit, I was just looking it up. Remember um, the the controversy behind, like, uh, Obama, he had the kill list of American citizens, and he was drone, bom- drone bombing people in the Middle East. Do you, do you remember that at all? Uh No, I don't, but I'm okay, so curious where you're going to take it. Uh, the um it was called oh here it is it's called the dis disposition matrix which is a kill list according to what i've been reading and okay. basically it was um the obama administration not just not just him the obama administration started it in 2010 and i'm sure the trump administration has continued it i i doubt that very little that he has discontinued that uh based on what i've seen um they started this list of people that were there was literally a kill list um that the government basically said, like, yeah, these guys got to go. And a few of them, not too many, but a few of them were U.S. citizens, actual U.S. citizens that happened to, you know, jump ship and go to whatever terrorist organization. And so using that as like a 
some backstory. That is why I'm concerned about Trump's tweet about Antifa, where it's like, okay, I don't like those guys at all. I mean, I, at all. Like, I, I think yeah. they're, they're disingenuous. Like, their cause is disingenuous. They go about it, obviously, in a very poor way, whether it's helping incite these riots or hurting people on the streets, all this stuff. They're always wearing masks. Like, if you're so tough, take your fucking mask off. But that's a different story. But it's like, so then if, if we have that history from, from 10 years ago, like, if he can start saying, I mean, is he going to start, like, honestly, like, are we going to start drone bombing U.S. citizens in, in the U.S.? Like, what are we, what are we going to do here? I mean, that, that's a, to me, it's a very, very slippery slope. So I do not like that he declared them a, a terrorist organization, even though I, I do not like those guys at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, um, I'm not familiar enough with what the implications are for him considering Antifa a terrorist organization. Uh, I mean, I've said it, I've said that's what they are. Um, and I, I really do think that's what they are. Um, but I don't know if, I don't know if, like, there's some book that he writes in that, that, that all of a sudden when he writes their name in it, things change, you know what I mean? If that's the case, then it, I would have to understand what that, what that means. What I, what I did see was people saying that, um, exactly what you're saying is, is that the, the implications are that he can... If, if he can do that, he can declare anything mm-hmm. a yep. form of terrorism. Um, state, and the Libertarian Party, which naturally exactly. opposed the government, could be considered yeah. this organization. They're like just a bunch of weirdos like me that are like, oh, let me talk about my constitutional rights. Like, they're the yeah. farthest yeah. from all that you could imagine. Yeah. No, exactly. I mean, that and that's the thing it's like it's one thing when antifa is a uh a terrorist organization it's another thing when all of a sudden anybody with uh dissent in their heart is a terrorist you know yes and uh so, so yeah. i don't know i don't know what it really what it means to uh, to the country and to uh, to the people in general, what what it means to us if he actually uh, does make them a terrorist organization. Sorry, pet cat wandered out of the room, so I had to take care of that. Yeah, no worries. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to piece together what's happening on, on on Twitter because, I mean, he's apparently, I mean, this is MSNBC, but yeah, apparently there's, a big, there's shit going down right outside the, the White House. Like yeah. there was a peaceful protest, but they were, and and now the, it looks like the National Guard is attacking them or, or something along these those lines like it's actually um yeah it's uh, which is not good obviously 
like we what what we don't want is uh Tiananmen Square which yeah. like literally I, I think after this in front, the, uh, in front of the tank you know what I mean that's it and that's it and it's like they they were peacefully protesting in the name of democracy and against communism and the um you know the power of the uh communist party in china and they tanks ran them over which like if that you know if that happens that changes things <laughs> yeah you know, that, that very much changes things in the country we do live in an age as well where like and i don't think the like i say the um um, how can I say, like, if you want to call it the powers that be, I mean, I, I don't know, sure. government, your mainstream media, your giant corporations, whoever it is. Like, we do live in an era where I don't think they've caught up to the fact where it's like, you, you can't, I mean, you can't get away with this. Like, you just can't. I mean, look at the George Floyd situation. Like, the guy, you know, that was 15 years ago, maybe not even 10 years ago, five years ago, I don't know, 10 years ago. Yeah, they could have just been a hey man, the guy was unhealthy, and I had to knock him around a little bit to arrest him, and he died. Oh well, we move on. Now no, there's video evidence you like just sitting there with your knee on the guy's fucking throat while people are like, hey man, the guy said he can't breathe. Like maybe you know chill out a second. And it's like, hey, well, well, I'm the police officer. I know what's going on here, or whatever they said. And it's like you can't like you just you can't get away with this anymore. You can't get away with saying that all the protesters are rioters because there's an unbelievable amount of evidence that they're not. Yeah. And get away with saying like, oh, like I said, that that stupid clip where, I mean, which is just like, it's unfathomable how stupid that guy was. Um, but the clip of like, I just want to let you know, it's not as incredible, it's not as intense as you think down here as the building was bringing behind him. Like, you can't, you can't sit there and say that everyone's peaceful either. It's like- He was literally saying it's peaceful. Yeah, it's you're, just, you're saying it's peaceful. Reasonably, as, as someone reasonably peaceful. Building, yeah. Like, yeah not peaceful and so like there is not a way for these people to hide behind their i don't know if you want to call it if you want to be like nice about it their ignorance like they don't get it they don't get that like we can see through their bullshit or if you want to you know go on the super pessimistic side like their kind of evilness like no no we're the we're msnbc we're not going to be wrong oh i'm president trump i'm not going to be wrong oh i'm in sort corporate whatever uh, i'm not going to be wrong i'm going to get my war and get my money I, whatever it is it's like you don't live in a time where that's available anymore and, you, and those guys got to start fucking you know uh shaping up a little bit or it's just going to be continuing to be this type of stuff like you, you just you can't get away with it anymore you can't get away with being you know a scumbag and just brushing on the rug because you know the local politician or you know local news anchor or something like nope anybody can walk down the street and put their camera and just be like yep there's a racist act oh there's a cop beating someone oh there's the government rolling tanks down the street like whatever it is excuse me yeah um yeah so man uh, yeah i'm just uh i'm checking the twitter feed as uh as we're having this conversation and it's like probably pretty it's just, wild, right? what's that probably pretty wild right now although i think it's a little bit calmer than it was over the weekend yeah it looks like it's actually uh, right now I'm, I'm looking at what's going on 
or what was going on in um, in DC. Uh, and what's weird is is the peaceful protest that was broken up uh, by you just know that tweet, yeah. excessive force, basically. They broke it up with tear gas and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's definitely going to be. Are are there any other things that you're doing right now to prepare yourself to, um, you know, manage what could happen down the road? Because, I mean, one of the realities that I would, I, I know you're outside of Denver. One of the realities that I'm starting to come to terms with is reasonably the protests will, like, the I think the most uh, intense ones or have are behind us like the, yeah. the ones the yeah. weekend um but that said like that over the weekend it was it was not far from my mind that uh these protests could end up at my front door you know right. what i mean right. so i'm wondering if you've first- been doing anything. yeah yeah, I think the first thing I asked myself, like, and this is me going, like, in the extreme, like, okay, worst case, yeah, worst yeah. case direction. So let's say, for whatever reason, I, I, I can't envision there ever being a riot on the road I live on. Like, it just, it just wouldn't happen. You have to walk through miles of farmland. Not like a, yeah, they're not, they're not coming. Riot. They're not. They're yeah. Not but, but let's just say, thought I did, and bricks are coming through my window, and my 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 pets might be getting hurt or might be trying to loot something from my house or something like my question to myself is like am i ready you know is someone attacking my wife like am i ready to fucking shoot somebody am i ready mentally and emotionally and in a moment of actual danger not oh i saw a kid walking down the street with a backpack like actual they're attacking my home for whatever their reasons are, yeah. am I ready to like do that? And that's a question um, you need to, I mean, or am I, and maybe not if you don't have a gun, am I ready to stab a guy with a knife? Am I ready to beat him with my fist? What, whatever it is, like you have to ask yourself, like, are you ready to handle that type of situation? Like just mentally, like physically, I mean, we are what we are. Like I can't, if John Jones decided to come break into my house, like I, be in trouble. I, I better be ready to pull the trigger because that guy would just rip me in half with his bare hands. And I, it's over. Yeah. So, um, but like, are you mentally ready to defend yourself? Like, do you have to, are you ready to say to yourself, like, Hey, someone out there might be trying to hurt me, whether I deserve it or not. Like most people don't like 99% of the bad shit that's happened to people out there. I would, I, I would guess was undeserved, you know, people being beaten, buildings being burned, prisons being destroyed, that type of stuff. It's like, are you ready to, to, to do what you got to do to take care of yourself? And um, I, I would implore, I will look at it more, but I would implore anybody else, I kind of mentioned it earlier, is look at the laws and look at who you're voting for, whether it's a local or the president. Look at who you're voting for and look at how, what the laws and rules and principles they represent and what they're pushing and how much of that takes away from your ability to protect yourself, whether it's physically like you know with a gun or whatever um or financially like are they taxing the shit out of you do they not want do they not want to promote you know natural personal growth 
So look at those. Like, so I'm looking at that. I mean, I've never really been too much into politics in terms of voting. Um, I really actually got into it just after the the Trump uh, the Trump um, Clinton election. So I haven't voted in a presidential election since I've really gotten into it. But I would implore anybody to you know really look at who are you, are you casting your vote for. Um, yeah. And do they genuinely represent your interests? And if it's the presidential election, like. Um, I, I don't want Donald, like, I don't want Donald Trump to be the president of the United States. I think he's unqualified. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to use that bullshit. Like, oh, he, he makes the position undignified because I don't think he's going to be president anyway. So please make the position undignified. But I, I don't, if there is going to be a guy leading us, it shouldn't be him. Um, but don't like, don't, don't get into this like trap of, oh, I'm going to vote for Biden because at least he's not Trump. Like. Biden will be Biden will be worse probably because Biden represents like Donald Trump represents small government and he just spent like five trillion dollars in three months. Joe Biden represents a big government. How do you think he would be reacting in these moments? He might like he won't sound better because he can't form a sentence, but he might sound better or whatever. I know he has his Twitter profile picture with his mask on and all that shit like whatever. He will be worse. He will be a worse representation or a worse ruler of this country than Donald Trump would, even though Donald Trump is a, a fucking buffoon. Um, look at, you know, vote based on your principles. Is the Libertarian Party candidate your guy? Like, for me, uh, Joe Jorgensen is the woman's name. Um, she seems to be pretty good on the stuff that I care about. She would be lucky probably to get 1% of the vote, but I'm not going to throw my vote away because I'm like, well, you know, I got to vote for the lesser of two evils. I'm not going to pull that thing. Like everyone else do that. Find who, whoever it is. Insert. If you're a crazy Antifa guy and you want to vote for a actual communist, uh, go ahead, I guess. Um, I disagree with you, but go ahead. But like, look at what your principles are. I'm trying to as well. And, uh, no, vote based on that. Don't vote based on, well, I've always been a Democrat, I'll vote blue. And I think also, um, from a non-political perspective, to avoid these type of situations going forward, um, I've been like a proponent of this. I've been talking with people I know, uh, friends, my wife and whatnot about like the whole, um, you kind of touched on it earlier, people like posting their anti-racism things or celebrities saying their stuff and, and all that and all those type of things. And it's like, the, the best advocate or the best way you can advocate like no more racism, uh, prejudice, uh, whatever the topic du jour is sexism, just like make an effort to not be like a bad, I mean, it sounds stupid, but make an effort not to be a bad person. Like say hi to people, uh, be polite, you know, understand that maybe they come from different circles. You see the thug walking down the street, like, you know, maybe he didn't have the best upbringing. Maybe let's not immediately judge the guy's character. Maybe he just likes to wear baggy pants. I, I don't know. Like, let's let's try to be this genuine, generally kinder to each other. Um, yeah. And this type of thing will go away. Like, uh, I guess the 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 cop, the, the too much power with the cop thing probably wouldn't go away. But the animosity between us, um, you probably would have less rioting type scenarios. You probably have a more focused anger at the correct people uh things of that nature like just just be kinder to your fellow man regardless of skin color regardless of of gender or sexual orientation or age or whatever like just 
genuinely be kinder. I've been trying. I'm not a very like, I'm an, I'm, I would always say I'm a nice person, but I'm not a very friendly person. Like I'm not Mr. You know, Hey buddy, how's it going? Like I'll be very nice to people I know. I just, I'm kind of like just quiet around people I don't, but I'm trying to make an effort to be like, you know, if you see someone say hello or you, you hold the door, make, make sure you say thank you. Or if, if you see someone in line and that, you know, you make eye contact, Hey, how's it going? Like just, try to be friendlier and, and bring the tension, the general tension there is in society. Like you need to bring that down. Mm-hmm. This is not a, this is not a time to be increasing that uh, no matter yeah. who you are, whatever side of the, of this current argument, whatever side you fall on, this is not the time to increase tensions. It's time to bring it down. There's, there's cities burning because we're not trying to do that. Like let's bring the tension down, be that sheriff in, I think it was Flint, be that sheriff, be that guy. That is the guy to be. Like, be like him. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'd also say uh, one of the things that I'm thinking more and more about is um, location independence and the ability to, like, if shit hits the fan, specifically, just because, like, like I said, I'm seeing everything. Yeah, to be able, and I know things are, are wild with the lockdown, but, like, being able to, get on a plane or a boat or get in your car and you know get into a different country i'm like more seriously than ever thinking about how to get a second passport within the next two years like shit like this you know what i mean uh is something that's really like really becoming top of mind for me now too uh because Number one, because actually something you said about voting principles really resonated with me. And it's like, if you really believe in individual liberty and individual freedom for yourself, you got to decide what that means to you. And I always think to myself, regardless of how you vote at the, at the polls, you vote every day with your wallet, with your uh, what you spend money on with, uh, you know, what you, what you support and you're, you're voting with your tax dollars, whether you like it or not, you're saying, yes, I am, you know, I am for, uh, whatever it is, this new highway, this new road, this, uh, new program for, uh, you know, for, for families, whatever it might be for children, uh, being able to have as much control over that, as possible uh, in light of what's happening now is becoming, at least to me, uh, more and more important. And, uh, you know, as, as the chaos in the world grows, I think your resolve to have self-control to really be the master of your own domain in, uh, in whatever way you can, whether it's financial, uh, in terms of your your career, if you're doing a little side business, whatever it is, like having control over those aspects of your life is going to be the the anchor that lasts beyond the chaos. Uh, so so that's something that I'm I'm definitely thinking about, and um, yeah, I think it it is very much in tune with with what you're saying about. you'll be a whole lot nicer if you know that you've got your ducks in a row, that you, you've got your shit handled. And so, um, 
So yeah, that's something I'm I'm looking into as well. Uh, we're you know we're gonna see how this whole thing unfolds. Uh, it's it's gonna be an interesting next few months. I think this is probably the most exciting time to be talking about politics uh, and just like what's going on in the world. Yeah, um, especially through this lens. Yeah, the amount of content like not to. Um, uh, what am I trying to say here? Not to water it down to that term. I, I really don't want to make people think it's purely like, you know, some guy got killed, un, unjustly got killed. Like, that is what happened. But yeah, it's after that, yeah. from a content perspective, is like, I mean, it's like I went when I was scrolling through Twitter. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was literally like every, every hour I would probably like go on and just like refresh and scroll through the however many tweets, I don't follow that many people. So however many new tweets there was, and it was like, oh, Gerald and I could literally dedicate an hour to this fucking 10 characters this guy said, and just, you know, kind of jump off. Oh, here's another one. Oh, here's another one. Oh, here's another one. And it's just like, it's an unbelievable time to, you know what? It is the best time now for you to sit down and form your opinion and your thoughts about how the world should be. Like, don't, and not by because of what you know Don Lemon on CNN says or Sean Hannity on Fox News says. That's not forming an opinion. That's having yeah. some idiot tell you what to do because they are idiots. That's having some idiot tell you what to do. do. Observe what's going on around you. Yeah. Look at the events. You know, follow some like alternative type media types, people or some thinkers that are you know aren't just on the news giving their five minute sound bites. People that like have written books or do long, you know, long form podcasts, things of that nature. Um, look into that stuff because yeah. that is where you'll, you'll really find like great information and find out a lot more about what you really do think yeah. about the world around you. I mean, that's, that's kind of how I got into the point. Yeah. And, and see, not care about it at all. And yeah. yeah so. And I would say to, to add to that, seek out opinions that you also don't agree with. Like to, to your point of not just relying on Don Lemon or what's his face or Donald Trump or Joe Biden, whoever it is. Like, I think the, the one thing that I really enjoy about, uh, about doing this show and about just the state of political conversations is we're able to kind of, objectively not all you know not perfectly objectively but i think more objectively because we don't have any any group behind us like oh look at all these businesses who are fiercely liberal uh or fiercely conservative uh behind us that we're, we're you know we're both and we we both have like our own opinions about things and we're not trying to i'm not trying to like convert you or anything like that and i don't feel that way about you know when when you uh you know when you, when you talk to me it's it's i feel like uh the ability to go out there and really sift through the information yeah. uh, regardless of where it's coming from to to create your own opinion is is really like it's going to make you happier because you're not just uh getting pissed off because don lemon is and you're like i don't know why i'm angry but don't let me know, so I am. And it's like, about this. I, got uh, about I think it, yeah. that, that is a useful skill. Yeah. So. Um, I would like to. I'd yeah. Like more to come. 
another another point on it. Yep. Um, this is just kind of like it kind of stems off what I was saying, but like be a better person, you know, like that type of thing. Um, I see like and what like gets me fired up about it or gets me really thinking this is I saw this I just happened there was one actor, but I'm going to generalize it as I probably shouldn't, but generalize it and assume many famous Hollywood esque types think this way. Um, uh, I don't know how much the guy's worth, but I if you um, I can't I can't remember his name. If I saw him, I could say that's him. He tweeted on Friday, maybe Saturday, whatever. He tweeted, you know, uh, fuck white supremacy and fuck white supremacists. Like that was his that was his tweet, which I agree with. But it's like I almost want to say to him, like, was that your <laughs> was that your attempt to be like, hey, look at me, hey, uh, not racist, like. If, if, a lot if of people your response to this, if your response to any of this is like, oh, I'm just going to put out a tweet and say that, uh, or a, an Instagram story or Instagram post or a Facebook message, whatever, and just tell everyone, hey, man, you know, this isn't good. You know, I know I have my biases and this isn't good. And then the next day you're going to be the same person. Then you've done nothing. You've done nothing to help anybody. You've done nothing. Um, I think the example I gave was yeah. like, um, a joke is the the way I joke about it is uppity white women is what I'll say. You see, like uppity white women will say, "Well, I know when I walk by a, a person that looks a certain way, I'll keep my purse a little closer." And I'm like, "Okay, cool. Thank you for acknowledging that." So after you said that, when you walked by the same person, did you keep your purse a little closer, so to speak? It's like you did. Oh, okay. You've you've done nothing. Like you've done nothing. It's like saying like, "Oh, murder is bad," and then you shot a guy. Like you've done nothing. So just go out there and be a better, like genuinely be a better person to your fellow, your fellow man. If you have the means, um, if you're a, a famous actor, for instance, if you have the means to really help people, if you really don't like um, where black America sits and opportunities or the results they're getting, like look at LeBron James. I think LeBron James needs to, you know, get his toe out of politics a little bit. Um, it's because he, I, I, he seemed to say some kind of platitudes, but the fucking guy helped fund a school for poor kids. Like, he saw an issue, he has a ton of money, he, he literally did something about it. Now, who knows what the school teaches, who else is funding it, whatever. But he, he found a problem and he's like, all right, I'll address this by, uh, I forgot the name, of the, I want to say it's the, the Iowa School, I, I forgot what it's called, but funded his own school in a poor neighborhood to make sure these kids have a better opportunity. Like, that is doing something about it. Tweeting, you know, fuck white supremacy is, it sounds really nice, I mean, I've got a bunch of likes on it, but, you know, Start an after-school program. If you're in you're in Beverly Hills or wherever Hollywood people live in LA, like in Beverly Hills, why don't you start an after-school program for a bunch of kids in Compton to make sure they're not getting into gang culture, or you know, make sure they have a a a, a place to go to to help study or something like that. Like, what what are you doing here? You have the means to help. Help. Don't come preach it like people like me. I I would if I could. I would if I could help a kid out like that. I absolutely would, and I can't. So my version of it is just trying to be you know, nice and understanding to everybody. And so don't think that your, I guess, don't think that your Twitter post or your, your Instagram story or whatever, that doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a difference. I mean, it's nice. It sounds nice. It's warm inside. I look at it and be like, Oh, that's nice. But it hasn't made a difference for anybody. That kid's life is still the same. Do what you can to help that person out, whatever. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I just disagree. Uh, yeah, I kind of figured uh, to some degree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
uh, I mean, the the media is, you know, if the media is powerful enough to do, um, you know, what, what it's done uh, in terms of swinging elections, in terms of informing, you know, I mean, you could say that the protests are a result. Obviously, they're the result of the, the action that took place, but the way that it spread uh, was through media, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so I, but I, I see where you're coming from in the sense that like the, the ultimate, you know, the, the, the goal, the way things should be, if you really have the means to support people is to actually go out and create situations where their life actually gets better. Um, but I, I think it's good. I mean, if, if all you can do um, is, is put your post out there or whatever, uh, that's, you know, that's cool, whatever, if it's a podcast or if it's Twitter. And I would also say, like, it, you know, there, there's a difference between a positive uh, post of support and a negative post like, fuck white, because that's a loaded that might make people feel good mm-hmm. in the moment, but it's not. T- talking about white supremacy as is uh, it, it's a, like a, a slippery slope like all all you know it, it can go down uh, uh, a rabbit hole like inciting white supremacists that you know not good yeah I, I guess what I wanted to what I, I want to clarify kind of what I was trying to say is more so I mean it's a cliche term but like your actions speak louder than like your words oh for sure nice. yeah. It's just almost like here, like to put it in a completely, I mean, 100% different type topic. Like, let's say you really want to get yourself in shape. Like, you really want to get yourself in shape. It is good to have like motivational, you know, phrases on your wall or read them and all that, listen to them and all that. That's great. It is. It does help. But it's like you ultimately need to go, you know, have a better diet or workout or whatever it is. So, like, if, if, you, do, if you want to combat your goal, is to combat racism like yeah okay a post is fine there's nothing wrong with it actually i guess i try to make, i almost made it sound like there's something wrong with it. there's not there's nothing wrong with it, obviously saying something nice in your on your instagram is, is great good or your twitter is great good good say that but like you need to follow that up somehow like i said whether it's just trying to genuinely be a nicer more friendly forgiving or understanding person or if you have some financial means, like helping out who you deem to be the disenfranchised people, whether it's uh, yeah. black community or uh, immigrants, um, whatever. So um, that's kind of what I was really trying to get at is, is you need yeah. to, if you're going to sit there, like try to deliver on what you're saying. Like, don't just think you said, hey, oh man, black lives matter. And then you just go about your day and you treat everyone the same as you treated them before you decided, Oh, it's cool to say black lives matter. Like, yeah, actually make the effort to be better. However that is make the effort to be better. Yeah. I, I can get behind that. That's for yeah, sure. So ho- hopefully that made a little more clarity to what I was trying to say. Was- yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, I'm sure uh, for better or for worse, there's going to be a lot to talk about. Uh, uh, next week, maybe sometime before next week, depending on what goes down. 
um, I think that's that's really it. Uh, other than you know, stay safe out there. Yeah, same to you, man. That's it for me. All right, let me. Uh, I guess I'll I'll sign us off then. Cool. All right, man.